As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, listeners. Jess here. Have you heard our newest show, Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches? Winnie Taylor is just a teenager when her mother dies, sending her to Cleveland to reunite with her dad, a former football player. It's an inspirational story about sports, family, and learning to overcome the barriers that hold us back. Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches has something for everyone. Action-packed football games, a story about friendship, and a father-daughter story that will warm everyone's heart. I know you're going to love it. Follow Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free with a GZM family subscription. Head to gzmshows.com for more. Previously on the Earth Rangers podcast. Say, uh, what is an Earth Ranger doing here in Sri Lanka? Oh, um, I'm trying to find a conservationist. This is her journal, and she's not here. Emma has been following the clues in Adelia Goodwin's secret journal to try to find out what happened to the legendary conservationist. Okay, Bessie. It's just you and me now. Well, and you, amazing listeners. I think we're ready for takeoff. All right, buckle up, everyone. Together with her travel companion, Sonic the Barn Owl, she has crossed half the world, trekked through the jungles of Sri Lanka, and followed Adelia's trail all the way to Nepal. Sonic, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Earth Rangers, this is an amazing view of the Himalayas. After a short rest at a guest house in the foothills of the Himalayas, Emma has just embarked on a steep hike towards Mount Everest. a good time to check in. We've been hiking for a good while, and I'm beginning to find my rhythm. Can you guys hear those bells? Guess what I'm walking next to? Mules! Mules are often used to carry supplies and equipment into villages. But when it comes to trekking up to Everest Base Camp, there's only one option. The Mighty Yak. Yaks are really big, powerful animals. Their long hair keeps them warm in colder mountain temperatures, and they're excellent at carrying bags and equipment. But not people. If you want to walk up to base camp, you'll have to walk up by yourself. I spoke to some people at the guest house, by the way, and they suggested that I head to a town called Pakding. 
It's a stop many people make on their way to Namch Bazaar, which is another town that I'm going to stop in before finally arriving at Sagarmatha National Park. And remember how I mentioned that it was really important to take my walk slowly and allow myself to get acclimatized? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Even though these towns look pretty close on the map, the climbing, hiking, and changing elevations is what makes this trip a tricky one. The elevation is also why you don't see a ton of big animals living up here. Some animals that do live in the area are the musk deer, red panda, snow leopard, Himalayan tar, a goat-like animal, and marten, a type of weasel. Oh, and there are over a hundred different species of birds. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Sonic. No barn owls, I'm afraid. But you might meet a Himalayan wood owl. Since we've got a little ways to walk before we end up in Pakding, I thought maybe we could do an ultimate showdown. Oh yeah, it's time for a big cat head-to-head. The Nepal native snow leopard versus the North American mountain lion, also known as the cougar. Ultimate showdown. Ultimate showdown. Snow leopards versus cougars. Okay, although a snow leopard and mountain lion would never actually meet in the wild, let's imagine what would happen in this big cat showdown. Round one. Agility. Both snow leopards and mountain lions are really big, powerful cats. Snow leopards can jump up to six times their body length. That's really impressive. I can't even jump one time my body length. Mountain lions are definitely great jumpers too. They can jump up to 12 meters and can jump vertically about 4.5 meters. I think that both these cats deserve a huge round of applause because this one is a tie. Round two. Speed. Which big cat is faster, the snow leopard or the cougar? Now, the snow leopard is a speedy cat. Not as fast as the fastest cat, which would be the cheetah. The cheetah can run as fast as 120 kilometers per hour. Wow. But the snow leopard is no slowpoke. They can reach speeds of up to 64 kilometers per hour. But what about mountain lions? Well, they can hit speeds of 80 kilometers per hour. They can't keep up the speed for very long, but it allows them to sprint to catch their prey. It seems like this round has a clear winner. The mountain lion. Final round. Hunting skills. Mountain lions are amazing hunters. They are stealthy and silent. They sneak up behind their prey and deliver a bite to the neck. Mountain lions have amazingly good eyesight and they can bring down prey as big as a moose. Sounds like a pretty strong competitor. Bring it on, snow leopard. Snow leopards are also very silent, effective hunters. They can take down prey up to three times their own weight with no trouble at all. I think we can definitely call this one a tie. Although this showdown was super close, the mountain lion wins by a whisker. Whew. Okay, guys, you hear that rushing water? There's a river rushing by in a ravine next to me. I've been following it for the last little while, and now, now it's time to cross it. What a suspension bridge. Oh boy, I'm a little nervous. There's nobody around on the path right now. The people traveling with the mules are way ahead and out of sight. My pace was a little slower since I'm still adjusting to the altitude. But I guess they must have crossed here. So that means that the bridge bore the weight of all those mules, right? So it will definitely be strong enough to carry me. Okay, 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 take a deep breath. Relax, Emma, just take in your surroundings. Oh, that's the river rushing underneath us, and there are gorgeous green forests all around us. It's 
truly spectacular. Huh? Oh, okay. So now or never. Here I go. I'm holding on to the ropes on the side. And let's just take one step at a time. Oh, you can really feel the wind shaking the bridge. That's, that's cool, that's cool, no problem. Man, I wonder how they even built this thing. It's such a cool construction. Whoa. All right, just a few more steps. That was easy. No problem at all. <laughs> Can't wait for the next bridge. Now, I think while we walk, it's a good opportunity to check in on our Junior Wildlife Reporters Contest. I wonder if we have a new segment to share. Let me check my email. Hmm. Oh, perfect. Here's a message from Earth Ranger Eliza. Let's check it out. Hi, Earth Ranger Emma. This is Earth Ranger Eliza. I live in northern Pakistan in the Hindu Kush mountain range, and we live in a very special place. It's a conservancy for snow leopard and marhor, which is a type of wild goat, which is also the national animal of Pakistan. So I was wondering if I could become a junior reporter on these animals, since I often see them from climbing a little high on the mountain or a tree and watching them. If any of the listeners would like to hear more, I'd be happy to tell them about where we live and the other animals we have. Oh, wow. An expert on snow leopards. What a coincidence. We just talked about them. And I am just about to enter Snow Leopard territory, so maybe I should give her a call for some extra advice. Hmm, let's see. Hello? Hi, Eliza? Yeah? It's Earth Ranger Emma calling. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Great. I got the message you left for me, and I was wondering if you have time for a little chat. Yeah, I have lots of time. I'm free. Oh, awesome. Now... You mentioned that you live in an area that has snow leopards. Can you tell us a little bit more about where you live? Yeah, so I live in northern Pakistan in a district called Chitral in the Hindu Kush mountain. Wow, so you're in the mountains. Well, what's it like up there? So it's like, because we have the mountain, and then there's the river, and then the next mountain. So it's like a semicircle strip on the mountain. Um, we don't have like a wall surrounding us. We're open, so any animal would come in, would go out. Ah. Chickens going up the mountain, we have to herd them down. Sheep do the same. Oh. Wolves have come on the other side. Once my father saw like seven big wolves on the other side, like running in front of the bridge. Oh no, that sounds a bit scary. Are there other animals you have to be careful of? Yes, there is the scorpions. There's some poisonous snake, I think. And there's this thing called a go, which is a bit like a Komodo dragon. Wow. And is it dangerous? Um, it's not very dangerous, but it could bite you, I think, if you accidentally stepped on it or something. Ah, gotcha. I'm actually hiking in Nepal in the Himalayas right now, about to enter snow leopard territory, actually. Do you have any safety tips for me? Um, just watch out for falling rocks is the main tip I would have. Copy that. Watch out for falling rocks. <laughs> but what about wild animals? Are they dangerous? 
Um, in Nepal, I'm not quite sure what animals they have, but I don't think a snow leopard would attack you. That's good to hear. Hey, have you ever seen a snow leopard in the wild? No, I haven't seen one, but I know people who have seen them, and they I've heard that they used to come behind my house and they get to the side of it quite often. Whoa, snow leopards in your backyard? That's so exciting. It's very exciting. Do you see any other animals near your house? Yeah, so I've seen uh, lots of animals called a marhor. Marhor? Yeah, it's the national animal of Pakistan. So it's a bit like a wild goat. They're really pretty. They're like a lightish brown with white socks on their legs and really short like rabbit tails almost, but they're not so fluffy. And they have small horns, but the old ones get really big spiral horns and long shaggy coats. Oh, spiral horns? That's so cool. Have you ever seen one up close? Yeah, so I remember this one time that I was, I think I was walking, trying to follow these Marhor, the wild goats. And then I climbed up on this rock, not too high. And I was lying there watching them on a tree. And then I heard something and I looked up and then like about a meter away, there was a mother and a baby just standing there. Oh, that's so cute. What do the babies look like? The babies are so cute. They have really sweet little faces. And sometimes the mothers would bring them down to drink behind our house in our, like, little stream. Oh, neat. And I guess you have to be really quiet in order to get to see them? Um, you have to be not incredibly quiet. Like, you can talk without whispering and they'll probably just stay. They keep their distance, so they always stay a few meters away. Huh. So they don't mind you too much? They mind the dogs a lot, so they don't come into the garden anymore, which is good for us because then they don't eat our vegetables. Good thing you have dogs to guard your vegetables. And how about the Himalayan lynx? Do those live close by as well? Yes, in fact, last winter a WWF photographer was at our house and he managed to film a lynx catching a marhor just like right to the side of our house. A lynx catching a marhor? Yeah, it was really cool. You can see the video on YouTube. So cool! <laughs> can you tell us how lynx look like? So they're a lot smaller than China has spots like a snow leopard, but you can tell it apart because the snow leopard has a rounded ears, but the lynx has pointy ears and they have like paintbrushes at the end, so I think that makes them look really cute. Oh, so I'll make sure to look at their ears to tell them apart. Yep. Hey Eliza, do you know what you want to be when you grow up? So anything to do with animals that I've tried, like I feel like vet is too plain, I need something more, like maybe photographer like worldwide photographer and like helping anything to like help them help the animals by being a worldwide photographer very cool hey i have one last question for you have you ever heard of adelia goodwin yeah of course i have she's a very famous biologist right so actually second question and this may be a long shot but you don't happen to know where she was last seen do you Oh, sorry, I don't know where she is or anything. No one's known since the last 10 years. Yeah, I know. I've been searching for her. I thought it was worth a try, though. Mm -hmm. Anywho, thanks so much for sharing the amazing stories about where you live and all the animals that live around you. Oh, and thanks for all the help and tips. Oh, no problem. Okay, bye, Eliza. Bye. Wow, it was so awesome to talk to Eliza. It sounds like she lives in a really amazing place. Oh, and I'm glad that my battery lasted for the call. I think I'm running a little low. Hopefully I'll have enough juice to...
morning, Earth Rangers. So, I'm back on the trail, and I charged up my phone last night. Ran out of battery yesterday. I'm sorry you missed the rest of my trek. To recap, I spent last night in Pakding, and it was a good idea to rest up. I can definitely feel the altitude now. I'm almost in Namch Bazaar, and it's at about 3,400 meters. So, I've gained over 500 meters in two days, which might not sound like a lot, but it sure feels like a lot. Last night, I was reading one of Adelia's journal entries from this part of her journey, and guess what she was doing here? Well, research, obviously, but about what? Here, let's take another look. Nepal, day five. I'm pleased to announce that after much trekking, I finally arrived in the delightful Namchi Bazaar. I'm going to rest here for a day or so. I'm hoping to stop at the market tomorrow for some yak cheese and then hike into Sagamatha National Park. I'm looking for the elusive snow leopard, and hopefully my contact here, Dr. Juliet Geary, will be able to provide some insight into where we can set up our camp. My goal is to try to determine what the snow leopard population looks like right now. My fear is that it's much smaller than anticipated. I do hope I can find evidence of these elusive cats. The journal is missing some pages after that. I don't know where I'm going to find them, but I guess I'll head to Sagarmatha tomorrow. For now, I'm here, in Namsh Bazaar, and I can actually see Mount Everest. I hope the missing pages aren't up there. Anywho, I'm going to stop in at the Sherpa Barista Bakery for a treat. Mmm, I want something ridiculously sweet. Hopefully chocolate. Or, ooh, Matai, the Nepalese sweets. It looks so delicious. Oh, for sure. We'll find a nice shrew for you too, Sonic. All right, we're here. Wow, this is a busy place. I'm just gonna sit here for a sec and look at the journal while I wait to order. Hmm, maybe I can find a clue that I missed before. Hmm, let's see. <laughs> Excuse me, young lady. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Do you want me to move my backpack? Uh, do you want to sit here? I most certainly do not. I do not share tables with thieves. What? Where did you get that journal? Do you know who it belongs to? It does not belong to you. Seems like Emma has met someone new. But are they a friend or a foe? Tune in next time to find out. everyone. I'm Jeremy. I'm Autumn. And I'm Jasper. And we're, we're a GZM, GZM family. <laughs> and we want you to listen to our favorite show, Becoming Mother Nature. I love the one with the Green Reaper and the zombies. Yeah! Hey, animal lovers. Earth Ranger Emma here to tell you about my favorite app, the Earth Rangers app. By signing up for a free membership, you can access tons of fun content like daily animal trivia, puzzles, top ten lists, and my podcast, of course. In the app, you can send me notes by commenting on the episode pages. I just love hearing from you. You can also complete environmental missions, do eco-friendly crafts, and help protect animals. 
And if you use the code Emma in the code vault, you'll earn 25 bonus points to help you level up. Download today and I'll see you in the app.